Welcome back to the Turn the Music Podcast. This is episode 28. We are on measure six of The Spirit of Music by Victor Wooten. And to discuss the book, we have CJ. How are you this evening, sir? Doing all right. A little a little overtired, but I'm doing all right. <laughs> a little punchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. I'll make things interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How about yourself? I'm all right. Um, you know surviving yeah okay is it already been a week at work and it's only been three days Uh, it's been several weeks (laughs) so yeah yeah i'm i'm tired of dumb people is what it comes down to that's it's getting so yeah here's the story from from yesterday why not why not so as you know I, i i do work for the government and one of the things we have to do so we have Certain software that we're allowed to use and certain software that we're not allowed to use. Actually, that's not true. We only have certain software that's approved. So, um, And then when we get rid of laptops, we have to destroy the hard drives or erase them. So the software that we use to erase the hard drives is no longer certified because someone didn't renew it. Okay. So I have 104 laptops that I'm trying to decommission that I can't because I can't erase the hard drives. Now, some of them I can pull the hard drives out and we have a hard drive like shredder. Right. We can destroy them. But I've got like 60 tablets that have like soldered on boards that I can't do anything with because someone didn't go through and renew the certification for the software. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. What do you do with those laptops? Do they get recycled or do you sell them out? So they're the government's allowed to like donate them to other government agencies. Okay. Um, so if they're still usable, that's what they do. If they're not usable, they just recycle them as waste. Makes sense. Yeah. But they can't have hard drives in them or the hard drives have to be erased specially so that no one can go back and find the data. And you can't do any, you can remove the hard drives, but you can't erase them. Correct. That sounds like a fun predicament to be in. Yeah. (laughs) And what kills me is it, it took me six months just to get to the point where I could, like start figuring out what the process was. And now that I figure out what the process was, I can't do it. It's like, can they get it? So. Can they get it certified again? Or so that's the thing. Like the certification process can take up to 18 months. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if someone started the certification process too late or whether we're starting from scratch. No one can tell me that yet. So a renewal of it is going to be different than having to redo it. Right, potentially. That makes sense. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. On that note, what are you listening to to get through the week? Uh, Sarah Bareilles still. Mm -hmm. That's been most mostly Sarah Bareilles. I really like that. um, What's the name of the album? I can't think of it. It's Brave and something. It's the one live from the Playhouse in Atlanta. (sighs) I'd open up Rune, but Rune decided to not work for me this evening, so. And all those that are watching this on YouTube, I've disappeared on the screen. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> Sorry, he'll be right back. That's I fine. forgot about <laughs> that. We're uh, still working out kinks with uh, Google Meets and Zoom and all that stuff. Brave yeah. enough? 
brave enough. That's it's the, just her. That, it's right. her and a piano and a guitar. So she, it's just her. It's not live. It is live. Oh, it is live. Is that yes. the one that we've played before? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. That makes sense. That's the one that's got Goodbye Yellow Brick Road at the very end. Yes, yes. That's yeah. a great album. That is a very good Sitting album. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Good album. So that and podcasts. So that's about it. What yeah. about you? Actually, I've been doing, I've been getting into audiobooks again. So I've kind of like, I did a Ready Player One, like we talked about. Ready Player mm-hmm. Two is done. And the, the, the guy, the author that wrote those two wrote a book called Armada, which is about an alien invasion, but it still has to do with video games. It's a very, very interesting concept for us. It's basically conspiracy theory as to why there's video games and that the government has control over the video games. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. And I, um, again, Will Wheaton reads it, so I, I like the way he does it. So I started listening to that. Um, cool. So I've kind of been doing more audiobooks lately. Not that I'm not listening to music. It's just that in the car, like I can knock out 45 minutes one way on an audiobook. Right. So this book will be done in a week or so. Nice. You know, so, um, and because work's been a little, not slow in the sense that I'm, I'm doing things, but not things that like I can't listen to music to into my headphones while I'm doing it. So mm-hmm. I've actually been listening to the audiobook. <laughs> so, <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah. But uh, otherwise that's, that's it. Um Good. I actually do have um so this before this episode came comes out or came out, we did the past uh actually this past Sunday is gonna be Tripnotics from Victor mm-hmm. Wooten. But the two Sundays before that we did his sword and stone and his words and tones. Yep. And I kinda have those two lined up that I want to listen to because I don't think I've listened to those enough yet gotcha that's that's the the next thing for me nice yeah uh but that's it outside of that cool and a lot of cindy lopper because my son's just <laughs> completely addicted to and some disney music and i catch myself singing these songs like in the car driving by myself because <laughs> they get put it because they're catchy and they get in your yeah. head and you know yeah they are and i'm singing theme songs i'm like what oh oh theme songs <laughs> He was just watching Doc McStuffins and I'm sitting there singing the theme song as the theme's going on. And my wife just goes like this. She just looks at me with like the side eye. She's like, what the, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, boy. Yeah. That could be worse. (laughs) Yeah, could be. (laughs) Could be a lot worse. But so the book, the book, the book, the book. So we are on measure six entitled opposites attract and the tagline is i no longer believed him i knew he was right and i'll be honest i read this last week and i forgot what i read <laughs> so but so here's the thing i i just i try to read through it not read through it but like i, I do the underlining for it like a couple days before we record because mm-hmm. i know i need to keep it fresh in my head um yeah. This it, it this is like we're getting the 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 history of Ali, yes, of of where he comes from and why he is why he feels the way he feels. So there's not a lot of like there's some philosophical stuff in here, but it's a lot mm-hmm. of background of the character to understand yes. where Ali comes from. Uh, do you want me to 
where do you come in with some stuff so we can see what that's, we can that's what i'm trying to figure out like i have a couple of things highlighted in the beginning but nothing that like is those one-liners that we talk about and kind of right dissect right. Um, it looks like page 97 is where I start. Okay. So let's get some, uh, background on this. Um, yeah. So last week we ended up, they pulled off the side of the road, um, to rest and get to know each other a little bit. They left the radio on in case the radio went off to know that the guys that were chasing them were coming back and that's kind of where we are. So take it from there. Right. Well, I think that, hold on a second. You said 97. Yep. Okay, so that gets into more of the, the stuff. Yeah, we learn about, like, what his train, what he is, what he went through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that he's a minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tried to build a church. Right. Um, he was talking about how he had to make a decision and all that stuff. So I think on page 96 is where it's important that we talk a little bit more about. So sure. Um, Ali talks about a moment where he was getting distraught because of the fact that people weren't coming to church and this wasn't working out and this and that mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And, and, and he, he was talking about that. So he talks about how there were these two guys in the church dressed in black and had headphones yep. on like the guys mm-hmm. we've, been introduced to prior and then he said that the choir went to go sing and nothing came out of their voice and even before then yes the church bell that normally rings did not ring or he either didn't ring or it rang but no sound came out right and he said that all like surrounding sounds like birds and everything like that he didn't he did not um hear anything Mm mm-hmm so and then he goes on and well you go to go to what you said uh you said on 97 you had something um sorry i went back to 96. No, sorry. <laughs> so victor so they were talking about why these these men were, were trying to steal their music um and victor asked what is it about music and ollie's response was i think it's because we know real music we know her power I don't know how much you know, but because they also follow you, you must know something. Um, and he ref- so Victor commented that he re- he referred to as a female, and he asked her why he referred to music as a female. And Ali responds, "Only female can make you do something without force. Music make you agree with each other. When music play, no one think about politics, religion, race, or even right and wrong. Even we tune together before we play." So, um, this is something that I've talked about a lot, you know, that, you know, music does more religious stuff than religion does in some cases. Cause there's a lot of what music does for me anyways, it, is it brings people together and there's a lot of religion and beliefs out there that pull people apart. And I think that music in some cases can be a better religion than religion itself. Right. And we talked about it, I think in the previous, um, episode that, a lot of the religions too are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Their beliefs are the same. Yeah. I'm not saying everything. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to generalize. I'm just saying that the skeleton or the basics of every, every religion is very similar, right? There's, yep. there's, there are variations 
and there mm -hmm. are ways that they get to the different points and they may have different some may have more gods and some may have you know just all that stuff but music no matter what for those watching on youtube i'm gonna fix cj's camera because it's driving me nuts <laughs> so because you had that you had the black line that's above it uh, yeah and then the, the stuff at the bottom is driving me nuts too so i'm gonna wow. fix that oh no now, yeah, I, yeah. those that are listening to it, I'm getting dizzy because he keeps moving everything around. And now I'm just, my head's getting really, really, really big. Okay. And I already have a big enough head that I don't need a bigger one. And I don't know mean that e egotistically. I mean that in the physical sense. I have trouble <laughs> buying hats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you might be a little bit bigger, but you fit better on the <laughs> screen. Um, but like you said, music, no matter what style of music... It'll bring people together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's funny. We talked about heavy metal before. And we talked about classical. There's a connection there. Yeah. And you can you can easily have someone who's into heavy metal sit down with you and listen to classical music. Mm -hmm. And there's an appreciation there that you typically would. And you would connect on that level. There's, yep. there, You're always going to connect with somebody who listens to music. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't listen yep. to the same music, you're still going to connect with that person. Because mm -hmm. there's, sure. a, there's, a, there's a reason why. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so moving down on that, um, mm -hmm. they talk about, you know, that's how Victor, they, they describe it where like each band member has a different instrument and we right. tune to sound, to, to make it sound good amongst everybody. Mm -hmm. So yeah. even as we are different instruments, we celebrate our differences even in that band. Right, and that's and that's kind of what they were talking to. Right, Ali says the band always sounds better when everyone listens to each other, which I think is very important to note because we've always talked about listening. Right, um, and then Victor responds by saying, "That's right, we listen to each other, support each other, and take turns speaking." I don't even know what to play until I listen to what you play, and then that's when Ali says, "Think about this: the band is better when all instruments are different." Right, exactly. Right, and then um. Victor says he was happy that they were together and that he was really his brother, his brother in music, right. which I think is a big thing too to acknowledge <clears> because <throat> I think a lot of us, besides being friends, you you build friendships through music. Yeah. You know? Um, and then they talk about something very interesting, I think. Mm -hmm. So we talked about this briefly in the previous episode because we knew this was coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about how when we tune, we tune to 440 hertz. Yes. Our A is 440. Mm -hmm. Back when Mozart was writing or composing or whatever you want to say, mm -hmm. it was 432. Mm -hmm. And apparently there was a group of people that changed this. Right. And I'm curious to know like where this, because we didn't really learn this. No. And I'm curious to know where this is and where we could find this information. Mm -hmm. And and the reason why this is brought up is why? Why did they change the frequency of the hertz mm -hmm. to be a higher pitch? Right. And what I think is very interesting, though, is they make a comment about how, well, Mozart's been around for centuries, but now we're playing his music in the 440 pitch. Mm-hmm. We don't tune it to the 432. Right. But that's us. Is the mm -hmm. 
are the other countries tuning to 432? Or is it? I'm sure there are a few cultures that do. Yeah. But for the most part, it's it's, it's closer it's to 440 right? than. It's a global thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's close. I mean, like like in like Vienna's Philharmonic tunes like 444. Um, I think the New York Philharmonic turns to 432. Um, the idea being that the higher pitch is has more energy, so it sounds right. more sizzle. Like the Boston Pops does does even higher. I think. Okay. Because it's just a, it gives that like little zing kind of a you know feel to it. That would be some inf- interesting information to find out and share out. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a little research on that. Uh, then they talk. Well, and then they said Mozart is here for many hundred years. How long does music last today? And Victor goes about three months. Right. I think that's hysterical because they they <laughs> both laugh about it. But but I mean, if you think about it, like think about that. There is there is music that we, that came after Mozart. So if it really did change after Mozart, like Beethoven came after Mozart ish. Mm-hmm. Um, so was he four forty? Right, been around for a couple that's the question. Years. Like where list has been around forever, you know. Like, and it's funny know, we've read this years, twice and we never did the research. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you're just so used to it. Right. There's right. you know. Um, and and the book that he's talking about, they don't give a title of the book in the previous no. in the earlier. So I, it's not even like we can go out and find this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's it's very interesting why why it's changed and and they they say it's like is it for control? Is it for this? Is it for that? Is mm-hmm. it for clarity? You know. And and he said something. Where did he say it? Maybe they make our tuning frequency a little off to make our vibrations smaller, less powerful than in Mozart's time. So if you think about it, when they raise the pitch, right, the pitch is getting higher, so the vibrations are actually getting smaller. But they're also more intense. Right. So, you know, you can think about it both ways, you know. You know, the the higher frequencies travel further, but the 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 bigger frequencies tend to hit you harder. Like the bass, like that's a bigger frequency. And the the higher the vibration, the more solid it becomes. Right. Because it gets to a point where there's mm-hmm. no vibration. Well, I don't agree with that. No, no, no. no. I'm I, it, I'm see, I'm saying that more of a um, because everything that vibrates always vibrates no matter what. Right. I'm saying that more of a stops. um, what's the word? I can't think of the word. But just because of the fact, like you said, it's just... It becomes a solid object. Yeah, yes. almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know, like the Flash. He vibrates mm-hmm. fast enough, he can go through things. Uh... <laughs> not, not Flash Gordon. <laughs> but he is the ruler of the universe. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... So and then he picks up a magazine for bass players. This is Ollie mm-hmm. from Victor's Car. And... Victor asks, you know, the magazine, and he goes, no. And this is something that I highlighted, and you probably did the same. It's a par- like a paragraph in... This is the phrase I was looking for last week that I could not find. The... What I'm about to read? I think so. The one where it says, I realized something in, in your land? Yep. Okay. So, this is Ali speaking to Victor. I realize something. 
And now, mind you, Ali has an accent, so the way we're reading it is just the way it's it's written. So it sounds like a little bit like broken English, but that's just because mm-hmm. he's. So it says, "I realized something in your land. Musician learn how to play first. Everything about how to play and what to play. In my tribe, we learn why to play. That comes yeah, first. That's what I was trying to find last week, and for whatever reason, in my brain." It was a short little sentence. I was looking for short little sentences and I wasn't reading the words. Right. Um, which is why I missed it. Because I did go to this chapter to make sure it wasn't in this chapter. But but that's that's what I was trying to, you know, get to you last week is that right. in in our in our country we learn what to play and in Ali's country they learn why to play. I think that's you know, if you like think about like Paul Simon, you know, when he brought in, you know, those African groups to sing with him on stage, like like there was a there's a different feeling to that oh, group. Of course. And that, it changed his music so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Um and it says so to continue that paragraph, we must have good reason for why before we learn more. You see, anyone can play because everyone have music inside, but with the elders, which they talk about how he learned about his ministry and all that stuff. You must show your calling before they take you further. If they accept you, if music accept you, then you learn true power. Right. Um, so they, they figured out that music was probably being targeted by these men in black with the headphones because music brings people together, which and it brought them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and further down, it states... Where, Hold on a second. I want to just make sure I, I have context to this. Ali says, music don't need your belief. She accepts everyone. People come to enjoy healing, fellowship, or only to experience. Everyone allowed to choose how to be. There are not many things that are like that. And and that even yeah. like, and, and this it even goes to religion. Because religion, yeah. you have to follow and i'm going to put this with quotation marks in the air air quotes what their guidelines are essentially Mm -hmm. to be a part and and to be considered a true person of that religion and and like i said i'm not it's not a mocking it's just stating a fact and and all that stuff like i i have people that i have friends that hold their faith and i respect that and i think it's fantastic that they do that especially in this day and age which is and i know i've said it before which is hard to do so, mm-hmm. um, but it's true. I can listen to a song and get something completely different out of it than you would. Yep. And we've had the same training. We've had mm-hmm. very similar teachers. We've gone yep. through very similar things and very similar experiences. Mm-hmm. But we're going to take completely different things out of it because of how we feel the music. Right. Yeah. Then I think it's interesting to think about like, like Victor's brothers, for example, like you know, like Reggie taught all of them, and if you listen to them perform, even though they've been playing together for their entire lives, each one of them is different. Oh yeah, you know when they play their stuff, like it, it's a different feel. You know, like Roy the drummer, I've heard him do classical music and African music, and you know Reggie does like fusion jazz and like heavy metal, like. You know, Victor's more funk oriented, but they all kind of do it, but they all do it differently. You know, right. That's kind of the beauty of it. And they know. bring it together when they perform. Right. 
which is which is I know that's kind of what you were leaning towards. Is it's not yeah. only do they do that outside of playing together, mm-hmm. but when they play together, right? Th- that individual out individuality in their music mm-hmm. comes out even though it works yes yeah yep yes and absolutely. and like so we a couple of weeks ago we played um the smv album a little bit of that which was stanley clark marcus miller and victor wooten and if you really if you really sit there and listen to the two the, the, the three bass players like it is very obvious like once you know what one sounds like like you can easily pick out who's playing what and it's not just the sound of the bass it's the style that they play in right you know, and like in the tone and like it's there's a whole feel that's different because they're different stylistically. You know, Victor's got his style and, you know, Marcus got his style and then Stanley Clark is very different. They're all three different, but they all play together and listening to them talk about that whole thing. It's interesting because they as as musicians all playing the same instrument, which sit in the, the same area the very low end of the spectrum, it's very easy for them to play together and have it sound muddy because when you get to that low end, things kind of bleed together and it sounds bad. But trying to figure out how to layer all of that and have someone play the top part, the middle part, the bottom part, and then cross the way they do is really, really well done. Yes, absolutely. Um, the album is called Thunder, by the way. It's hard to find on Spotify. I don't think it's there. Um, I don't think it was on Apple Music It was either. hard to find on um, Apple Music too. Yeah. Because it doesn't even come so, up under a compilation for them. Yeah, you might even have to go to Discogs and find the actual album. Um, I Get, bought it years ago. I yeah. ripped it to nice. my collection, so I've got it. That's awesome. Um, Although Rune won't open right now, so I can't listen to <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, so they even compare it to sports, where sports brings people together, but there's still mm-hmm. a competition there because you have two sides of the, the field. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's not a, you know, I've, I, I'm sure you've seen, and we've all seen the, the true fights and, and the, the mm-hmm. friendly fights, but you yeah. know, unfortunately it is separated and he's, they say religion is similar, but music is freer than that. Yeah. Um, what I, this is what I liked, what Ali said, Ali said, he goes in my small village, we have no religion. The elders say belief is individual. We share belief with each other, but I don't have to believe like you. Thinking, knowledge, experience, all the same, individual. Religion should be individual too. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then Victor adds, like music, I don't have to choose only one style, do I? Which is what we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And then Ali says, you know, maybe music is my religion. Maybe love is my religion too. I kind of I kind of connect with that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm sure you do, too. You know, based mm-hmm. on, you know, I think that we lose sight of just kindness mm-hmm. in everything that we do. Yep. Like, we're so quick to be upset or angered by somebody. Right. And we don't look at both sides and i'm not saying it's an easy task i mean i mean we both worked in retail we both worked in different things and you know you we've both dealt with angry people and mm-hmm. i know in the beginning it's hard because you like why are you coming at me but then we also right. don't know what they're dealing with mm-hmm. we don't know right. why they're you know in front of us yelling and until yeah. you figure that out 
you may realize that there's a whole other issue going on. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that there are times that you just have a, a person there that's just, you just, they're just who they are. They're just a mean, bad person. Mm-hmm. But generally, there is good in people. And we yep. just, we have a tendency to not look for it. Right. So, what more do you have moving forward from this? Um, I wanted to comment on something, but I forget what it was. So, oh, I remember what it was. <laughs> um, it's, um, it's a quote that we're going to get to later on in the book. Victor asked one of the characters in the book, and I'm not going to give it away, but um, he asked what religion you are, and he responds by saying, if I have to choose one, I cannot answer that question, which is, I think, kind of what we're talking about. And I, yeah. I, when I heard that and read that the first time and listened to it, like, to hear, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. It's so good because I, I kind of feel that there's there's bits and pieces of each religion that I'm kind of like, okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. But I like this and I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's very, very interesting. They continue their conversation and... This, I thought, was the interesting. Um, Victor states he likes the idea of people choosing their own beliefs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they said, what was it? He turned to me and whispered, but I don't care. Anyway, so Ali says there is a place beyond belief and Victor says, what is that? In your language, it is called knowing. Mm. Which really goes to what Michael was all about in that first, in the first book, is just knowing. Mm -hmm. Like, you already know it. It's just, you need to formulate it based upon what you're learning, what you have in front of you. Um, And he says, we only believe what we don't truly know, like monsters, Mm -hmm. ghosts, and things like that. Right. You know, um, and then the last thing, I, um, Ali says, in all religion books I read, no master ever say what they believe. They only say what they know. When you know, mm-hmm. you don't believe. To know is key, is the yep. key. And then that's the, is that the, that brings us to what the, um, did you read it earlier? The chapter, you know, how it has the. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's what brings us to. I no longer believed him. I knew. Mm-hmm. I knew he was right. Yep. Where do we go from here? Uh, I'm trying to figure out where to. How do we get into this next part? Well, okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit, and then maybe okay, it'll okay. help trigger yep. for you. Sure. Uh, they talk a little bit more about, uh, like Victor talks about trying to figure out his words, words, and then he brings up Jonathan, as we know was his student at the beginning, and. Ali asked if they took him, and Victor doesn't know if they did or not. He goes, um, we must be careful, and they must stay together. He hopes that Jonathan's okay. He goes, I don't know if Jonathan... Uh, Victor says, I don't know if Jonathan saw him or not. Um, and then Ali said, Asa, who is the elder that, that mentored him, mm-hmm. she had a saying, and the saying was, never say what you not going to do, because that is your first step to doing it. Yep. Uh, and it took me a moment to, to kind of like really let that sit in. Does that help mm-hmm. you go into what you want to yep. go into? Yeah. So, um, a little bit later on, they start talking about opposites. Um, and, uh, so he said, Ali says, when you make a declaration or promise, 
life make it possible for you to prove yourself? And then later on he says, this is the one I like. A smart man called Einstein wrote about relativity. He said that everything is moving relative to everything else. I see it as a, as a principle, a principle of how opposites attract to each other. It is more than a theory. Every physical thing on this planet worked by this principle. You see, you have to have some, you see, to have something, you must also have something else. To know the speed of something, you must also know the speed of something else. I think that's what Einstein was saying. And that leads into, um, a little bit further on, he then says, in this time, this existence, we live by opposites. We move ahead by pushing back. We jump up by pushing down. We use dirt to grow beautiful flower. You see, this is what I was talking about. It's much more than a theory. So, and if you think about, you know, I've brought up the, you know, that, that too, you know, how we, we use dirt to grow flowers and the roots go down so that the tree can grow up and, right. and you have this ugly dirt, which makes a beautiful flower and it's all these opposites. And we would talk about the yin and yang and all that sort of stuff, you know, these last two books. And I think it's just, it's so important. And then this is one that, that Victor um, did in a, um, a webinar that I saw during COVID where, you know, it was, it was around the time of the riots and, and all that sort of, all that stuff that was going on, you know, was it 2020, 2021, something yeah. like that. Um, he was very quiet during this whole webinar. And at the very end, someone asked him like, you know, what, what are you thinking about, you know, with all this negativity going on? Um, and he responded with, with more or less this quote, um, which is what Ali says, but he says opposites like a slingshot. The further you pull back, the further it shoots forward. Um, that's what he said. He said, he said, we might be going down right now and going down fast, but what's going to happen is because of op- the law of opposites, we're going to shoot further faster once we get our, around the corner. Right. And, and not to bring politics into this, which is what we're doing, but there is that whole entire concept where if you follow politics, there is this ebb and flow. There is this, mm-hmm. we drop down and then we go back up and we drop down and go back. And, and, and I'd like to think that every time we come back up, we come back up learning and being better from what we were down at. And it's just like anything mm-hmm. we do in life, like we're going to trip and fall, yep. but the what we need to do is pick ourselves back up and learn from that trip and fall versus I can't believe I tripped and fell. I can't move forward now. Mm-hmm. No, okay, why did I trip and fall? Oh, there was a rock in the middle of the road and I wasn't paying it. You know, like it's just that right. that idea. Yeah. And then um And all of this relates to that that saying that you that you said earlier that you never say what you're not gonna do because that's the right. first step to doing it. Right. Because that's an opposite right there. And a lot of people don't realize that's an right. opposite right there. Right. And um Further down, mm-hmm. Ali states, here's the problem. And I th- I think this is so... And it's it's amazing. This book was what? Written in what year again? I don't remember. I think it was... This one was like late 2000s. 2021 right. is the copyright. So I'm Yeah, like, but he wrote it before that. Yeah, 2020. Um, it was before then because I saw him in... 2018 or 19 and when and i saw out him, he said he just finished writing the book okay so let's say 2000 being like, or something. like late teens you know whatever <clears throat> yeah it was around then i still think what he, what ollie says here is so important today to be a good person in a good situation is too easy life knows that so life give you a bad situation to be good in 
Now this should make being good easier, but we focus on the bad situation too much. We lose focus of our original goal, like me and my church, talking about how he fell to that dark side. He let his dark side take over his purpose to be the light. And I think that's, you know, yep. I think right now we're dealing that with that on a global scale, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yep. you know, and, and, and I'm sure, you know, we could get into full conversations and everybody has their own thoughts and process to it. And everybody has a right to their own opinion and all that stuff, you know, but mm-hmm. we're dealing with a lot of things globally that kind of plays to this. Yep. I mean, look at, look at Maui. Mm. You know, and and what happened there, and the devastation there, right. and how everybody's like, well, he's sending money to the Ukraine, but he's not. Like he was on board helping Maui. It's just that I don't think he's big on. I'm gonna go talk to the. Pre- he's big on doing the things that he has to do. He doesn't need to be right out in front. And this is right. not me putting down the previous president. I'm just saying mm-hmm. this individual that we have as president is like he's doing things. Yeah, it's just <clears throat> he's not out there stating what's happening at that moment in time because he's focused right. on that. Mm-hmm. It's it's like um what's the thing? It's like they say like don't talk about what you're doing cuz like other people are going to I forget what it is. It's it's a it's and I don't think it's this but I, I remember there's something that's written in, in on the whiteboard of, of one of our rooms um it says are you talking about what you're doing or, or are you doing what you're talking about? Right. Like that kind of concept. That, like, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Because the more you talk about it and the more it's out there, the more people are going to be aware of it mm-hmm. and they may try to stop you from doing what you want to do or interject right. things that take you away from it. Whereas like if you yep. just do it, you, you're you not going to get distracted. Right. Right. And I think that if you generalize what's happening, happening, that's what's happening with, with the president. Like, yeah, he's helping the Ukraine because if he doesn't help the Ukraine, there's going to be a bigger issue mm-hmm. and it's going to affect everybody globally. Right. But he is helping Maui. But the thing is, mm-hmm. people are more focused on the Ukraine than they were on Maui at the time. Right. You know, and yep. and and for me, it was very difficult to see that because I did spend a week in that location mm-hmm. back in the 2000, early 2000s. And that place was beautiful. And I was hoping mm. to go back to it. Um, so I, I just, I just hope for whoever is down there, whoever's dealing with it, that, you know, we, uh, we pray for recovery and, and stronger because mm-hmm. that's just, it's nuts. Um, yeah. so then, like you said, Victor brings up the yin and yang of the situation. Yep. Um, I think I, to pull it back to more philosophical thing. Yeah. Um, a little bit further down it says bad allows good to exist um there's so (sighs) trying to remember where i heard this i think it was a a random youtube video that i found and i I was as i was doing research about um awakening spirits and there was a there's a channel that that talks to people who have near-death experiences um and a lot of them have the same kind of story that they tell. Um, that the reason that we are here on this earth is because that our spirit, when it's in spirit form, only experiences the good. It doesn't exp- experience the bad. So that the reason that we have life here on earth is to experience 
hurt and death and pain. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't be able, we wouldn't know that. So we're, this is more of a learning experience for our souls. Some people believe. Um, but if you go back to the first book, you know, when when they're talking with um, Isis, you know, one of the things that 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 chapter talks about is space. And one of the quotes in that that chapter is, if there were no space, all music that we're ever playing would still be playing. Right. Because you can't have music couldn't stop. It would just keep going forever. So you have to have that, you know, space in order to have music. You know, that's the most important thing in some cases. Right. So. Right. So for those who are interested in all that stuff that Kyle just talked about, there are two things I highly recommend you go into and check out. One, Joshua Gates, uh, Expedition Unknown, Afterlife. It's a four-episode thing. It's so well done. And he, he does it. It's a very... Like, he... he he does paranormal research and stuff like that, but the way he handles the afterlife thing is so well done. Then there is an author out there called Mary Roach who writes um, their fiction books. And there's one, it's called Spook. And it's about what happens to us after we die. And it's it talks about paranormal and everything, but it's a scientific approach to what happens to the consciousness and between these two things they talk about the studies that have been going on beliefs so it's very interesting and it it and i I bring that up just because a lot of what you said is in that Mm -hmm. it's very very interesting so uh um and here's the creepy part have you ever read the book by um what's his name oliver the guy who wrote a the guy who wrote awakenings um he wrote a book called musicophilia uh why can't i remember the name of the guy i'm gonna try to find out music ophelia um it's a book written by and i love the author oliver Sacks, and he talks about music and 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 the different experiences and how people are talented and how people learn it and how some people just know it and all that stuff. And he talks about, there's this one guy in the book he talks about who had a near death experience and came back and was able to play music. Like he's played it for all his life. But prior to the near death experience, he's never had that ability. I was watching the afterlife series, those four episodes with Joshua Gates. And this was a few years after that guy was on the show. And it freaked me out. Like, I got chills because I'm like, this mm-hmm. totally do their thing. But it just goes to show you how there's just this. It's interesting. It's like a full circle thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. See, we could get philosophical on here, too. Mm-hmm. We sure can. That's what about. Um, moving forward on this, because there's not much left within this chapter. Uh, we uh, They talk about. Victor says, what do opposites have to do with us? And then Ali says, my teachers say when situations appear, though, it is always the result of something. So his mentor, it could be a result of something we asked for, maybe a desire we have or a statement we make. And he learned from his elders, when you have a problem, look for the opposite. There you may find the solution. And Victor says, well, right now those men are our problem. Maybe so, but maybe what they want is the real problem. And he and Victor goes, they want they want our music, 
And he goes, but music is sick. No, music is dying. And then they talk about that and the last thing, and I don't know if there's anything before that you have to say, but the last thing he says is that the back and forth they have is Ali says, yes, my brother, I hear you. I feel you. And my eyes begin to see. And Victor goes, what do you mean? Life give us opportunity. Opportunity for what? To do what we say we want to do. And what is that? How can we save music if there is nothing to save her from? Right. That's kind of what we were just talking about. Yeah. I'm giving space. I was giving space for purpose. No, it's okay. No. Dramatic pause. Because I was in theater. No, I'm going to cut it out in in post. No, don't cut it out. Leave it there. (laughs) But, um, it's, it, and it's funny because if you think about it, I still, I'm still processing this book. I've read it and then I've mm-hmm. did the audiobook and I'm reading it again as I go through it, like the chapters prior to us recording. Yep. And, and I still try to piece together how he put this together mm-hmm. and the representation of everything within the book. Yep. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. These these men in black with the headphones are very interesting. I'm going to say creature because mm. I don't know where he pulled this from. I mean, I have my theories, mm-hmm. but just it's very it's very smart. Yeah, with how he approaches the philosophy of this. Yeah without going off onto these tangents where you're like, why am I reading this? Like what's going on? Like you want to know. Mm-hmm. So, And Victor does get slapped in the book several times, not by Will Smith. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to say that? I don't know. You brought men in black. I was like, ah, we got to throw a oh my men goodness. in black jokes. Well, they're called like, men in black Jones in the book. Will Smith. <clears throat> they're called men in black in the book. That's true. With headphones. Yeah. Blinking lights. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the Beats headphones. No, I'm sure. <laughs> oh. You know how you find Will Smith in the snow, right? Are you going to have to cut this joke out? No. Oh, goodness. No. You look for the Fresh Prince. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. For all those that are have been listening to us each week... I'm sorry. This has ended your journey with us after that. <laughs> Actually, I want to thank everybody who's been listening the past few weeks. We really do appreciate it. We yes. we see the numbers, we see the downloads, and it's been uh, great. And we thank you for joining us on this journey through this book. And um, please, any feedback you have, anything you want to share or say, please. Yeah, if you like the jokes, let me know. I I, I got plenty more. No, no, tell him you don't like them, so he doesn't have more. So. Actually, I have a really, I did a dad joke the other day, though. I was sitting at the table, and I was talking about some pain that I was having in my legs. And I was asking about shingles. And my stepfather was saying how that they need to go check for it, get checked for it because of their age and everything like that. And he mm-hmm. goes, I keep asking her about shingles. When are we going to do? What are we going to get? You know, because shingles. And I told my mom, I said, next time you ask him, I said, I don't want shingles. We have vinyl siding. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah. 
Yes. I was not kicked out of the house, but I stopped talking the rest of the night. So on that note, let us uh, say bit adieu. A bit adieu. I don't know. Yeah. No, just say hit, goodnight. How hit that? our link tree link in the yeah. show notes. Check us out. We go live on Twitch Friday and Saturday, Friday at 8, uh, Friday and Sundays, Friday at 8, Sundays at 7.30. We're on YouTube. We got Instagram. We got X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it. And I realized that our closing has to be updated because we say Twitter. But I'm going to leave it as Twitter right now because of the fact that no one really understands X. So. Mm-hmm. And um, we're on Discord, so come chat with us there. Send us an email. But all that stuff is in the link tree. Go click on it. Check it out. And, you know. Thank you again for joining us today for this episode, and we look forward to the next one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Turn On The Music podcast. We hope that you join us next week. Click on the link tree in our show notes to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can also subscribe to our Twitch and YouTube channel. If you would like to continue the conversation, join us on our Discord. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you really want to help us promote the show, head over to Apple Podcasts or the podcast service of your choice and give us a five-star rating. Remember, always share the music.